0: Thanks for joining me. I yeah. look forward to it and appreciate it. I'm Jason. I'm a senior editor and and comics area manager at But Why Though. Just to start, cool. can you would you mind introducing yourself?
1: I'm Christopher Sabella. I'm a writer uh, of comics.
0: I, I super enjoyed self. It was quite... Uh, I think a, a pretty cool comic and I'm looking forward to more of it just to start simple where where did the idea for self come from and what what influences or experiences help shape it
1: a lot of books I know precisely where I get the idea this one I don't I just remember writing down the phrase downloadable people yeah I don't know I just uh, you know it, it's not like the idea of like backing humans up onto a hard drive is a hundred percent new but I was thinking about that concept and then I thought, well, what if, you know, what if somebody stole your file and then put it on BitTorrent? Like what would happen if anybody had access to it? And it just seemed like a recipe for absolute chaos, which I, those, those stories really draw me in. So yeah, I just started chasing it. And then I, you know, I figured out, you know who our main character is and how it all works and it, I was I don't know this was just like one of those things that like I couldn't tell you why it was so compelling to me it was just an idea I kept chasing and then eventually it turned into a book how are that you know <laughs> yeah, yeah
0: sometimes you just get lucky with it or an idea strikes and you got to do it
1: <laughs> yeah I try not, not to argue I yeah. just let it happen
0: not everything has to have some kind of deep inspiration, sometimes it's just a cool idea, which yeah, I, think, yeah. I think this is. And in fact, well, and you said to yourself, there, there have certainly been stories about people who have been unknowingly cloned in their, you know, in some way or another, and they're running into other versions of themselves. What sets your version of this story apart from other stories with similar premises?
1: you know the fact that it's me telling it and it's Kara and rebecca and adidia telling it like it's just execution alone it's going to be different dot self is a lot more sort of c- casual and i don't know i've been calling it lo-fi sci-fi like it's very intimate and personal we're not so interested in the in the hard science of how it all works it's more of a feelings based sci-fi approach that we're doing. Yeah, I don't know. I, I tried to avoid going to see like Orphan Black or or stuff along those lines. So I couldn't say precisely how we're different. I just think that uh, us as a team, we naturally bring something different to the table. But I, I guess I kind of leave that up to the reader to decide
0: you would mention that the the tone you're trying to take is a little more levity and waking up waking up and finding out that you're in this absurd situation and mm-hmm. as, as uh as nat does and like winds up in a fist fight with strangers over it you know this could be something that gets displayed and i think it, it comes off as this can be an absolutely terrifying experience Mm-hmm. But you, and you had mentioned, you know, the, the the levity that you want to 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 imbue in this story. How how do you balance that, the demonstrating of distress while offering that
1: that that levity? Um, I think it's just like where a, a lot of my interests are drawn. Like I can come up with some pretty grim, dark scenarios, but I don't want to. You know, I don't want to spend months and months sort of wallowing in darkness. So uh, just by my own personality, I I want things to be a little bit fun. It's just my own personal sensibilities that, like, I don't want to subject readers to, like, you know, just a lot of uh, trauma and, like, here's all the horrible things that could happen. Like, I want it to be slightly, you know, that you can enjoy yourself while you're reading it. Um. Yeah, I don't know. It just felt like more of a fun, casual jumping off point. Like, I definitely could have taken Dot Self in a lot of darker directions. But, you know, I think also the fact that we were working on this during the pandemic, like, things were pretty grim already. There was a period
0: I couldn't even, like, watch television because the anxiety of a plot unfolding was too great.
1: Sure, Yeah
0: like um. even if it was a comedy <laughs> like just because something was going to happen next and i didn't know what it was just like in real life so it's too yeah much. yeah 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 different part of the comic so i'm reading this comic and, and something that i notice pretty astutely is there, there's a lot of friction between that and her husband as opposed to having a relationship that's like they're a team and they're like gonna work through this thing together is there a is there a particular reason why that dynamic is is how you wanted to establish the first two characters that we really meet
1: you know i think it's this idea that you know people project this perfect life to the outside world and even to themselves everything's going great like i have a b and c i have everything that i ever wanted and nobody's life is you know picture perfectly Every somewhere in the process unless you're a very lucky person like you're gonna have these areas of your life that are suffering while others are on the upswing. And yeah, I don't know. I, I, I was just interested in this idea of like Nat spending her whole life trying to reach this sort of cozy ideal that she had set in her mind of like, here's how, you know, here's what I need to be comfortable to be, you know, to live a life where I don't have to worry all the time and she's got it. And it's not, you know, it's not what she dreamed of. Like there's still problems. It felt natural to me. Like, you know, sometimes you're in a relationship, you have periods where you don't get along for a while. Whatever in my brain runs towards stuff, it that really appealed to it. So
0: Life's not perfect for so
1: life and comics be. <laughs> That's pretty much, yeah, my uh, yeah. my whole mission statement, I guess. One of the
0: main themes that seemed pretty apparent in this first issue was about trust. Can you trust yourself? Can you trust mm-hmm. other people? What makes trust an interesting theme to explore? And and how would you hope that readers come away from the series feeling about trust?
1: Again, it comes back to this idea of like, you know, you think you've sort of reached this level where you know how the world works and you know how your life works. And like, you know, you feel like you have a handle on everything and that's the exact moment where the universe smacks you upside the head and is like, no, you don't, you don't run any of this. A lot of it is, yeah, tied into this idea of like, you know, how reliable is your uh, positive mental attitude and how much of it is just like a front that you put up. The whole book is kind of touching on this notion of like, you sort of make an agreement with the world of like, I will do A, B and C and I will be rewarded in, you know, uh, E, F and G manner of ways and all the things that you work hard for can be taken away through no fault of your own. And like, yeah, how do you trust anything really? Like when it's also capable of just like falling apart in your hands. And uh, I mean, as far as like how readers, you know, I try not to dictate what opinion readers come away with. You know, I think as we get deeper into the book, it'll definitely open up more. Would you say that trust is a a valuable thing to have Or that it's
0: overrated based,
1: based No, on. I mean I, I think trust is a great thing to have But it's also, you know It's a very delicate thing Like, you know It's yeah. uh, Once you have it Like, it, it's strong But it's also You know the, the One little thing can just destroy this sort of uh, powerhouse. No, I definitely I'm not advocating for like don't trust anything. <laughs> but but more of a like, you know, yeah, I trust this, but also, you know, in the back of my mind, I know that there is a possibility that my trust will be uh will be squandered. I love to give my trust to something and have it rewarded, but I also realize that, you know, the world is a big machine and doesn't really care. You know, however much I I count on like these things, you know, that like I have a place to live and I have this job and I have blah, blah, blah. Like none of that is set in stone and all can be gone tomorrow through a couple of quick accidents. Yeah. I think a lot of the book is just playing with this idea of like, like how, how solid is your life really? Like, and how, how quickly, you know, your, your happiness can be, can be completely reversed through no fault of your own.
0: Yeah, I like
1: the word you used of the the. it's
0: delicate, it is worth having. But cynicism is a, a, a real thing for a reason. We're cynical because we're aware that it's delicate. And sometimes, yeah. and sometimes the awareness is a good protective measure, it keeps us from being harmed. And I can imagine that, that that kind of embodies some of that or grows into some of that over time with
1: yeah i mean you know she's even at the beginning of the book like you know she's she spent her life sort of living and you know growing up poor and like moving around and like single parents and just wondering if like her life is ever going to reach this sort of golden ideal she sees in her head um and now it has um and and even though she's reached it, like, you know, there's still something lacking for her. So like, you know, she's sort of given her all to this vision um, and this dream and it hasn't, you know, she hasn't gotten all the rewards that she expected. Like, you know, she sort of expected like, Oh, cool. I get all this. And then uh, I'm set. And she realizes like, Oh no, that's not the case at all.
0: Well, I'm certainly looking forward to continuing to see where the story goes, seeing where, whether cynicism wins out over hope and trust and any any other things that you would like to share, say about the series.
1: Kara is somebody that I really wanted to work with for a long time. And this book gave me the opportunity to reach out to her. And a big reason I I wanted, I was excited about getting her on this book was like, I had no idea what the book would look like With her drawing it so that was like a big exciting thing for me to sort of walk into a book being like i don't know what this is going to be when it wraps up um so it's rare that you you sort of are kind of a spectator to your own work um uh, but this was definitely the case of like i was just like super giddy every time new pages would come in because like it it was you know it ma- it matched a lot of what i saw in my head but also was 100% different uh at times and i don't know that's kind of the magic of comics and i was super happy that it like it all clicked on this book of like yeah every time you get pages you're sort of rediscovering your story through through your collaborator's eyes and this is a book that i didn't really know what it was about until i was about halfway through writing it And then all the pieces sort of clicked into place, which is a pretty common writing thing for me. I I rarely set out with, like, these are my themes. And this is, you know, this is what I have to do to achieve them and and make them sing. It's this was like, well, this is a cool idea. And there's some reason that my brain wants me to tell it. uh, And so I'm just going to keep telling it until I finally decipher what that is. I don't know. It gives me a lot of comfort, like having this book uh, as something that I did to sort of show this period of time and really sort of marks, I think, a lot of my feelings that I was feeling over the last year and a half or so. So I don't know. Hopefully people can relate on some level when they read it.
0: I've enjoyed it so far. I hope others oh. will too. Yeah. And if- I'm I'm looking forward to seeing what's to come. Are there are there any places online or out in the world that you that people can find you at that they, you'd like to let them know?
1: My Twitter is usually the best place to find me. Um I'm on there too much. So I'm at Xtop X T O P on there. Um and then my website is dot which I haven't updated in months. So uh, but still vaguely useful. Um so yeah, those are those are the two places. Uh, if people want to come, come find me. They can find me.
0: Excellent. I know we've also been recommending Dirtbag Ra- Dirt bag Rapture to folks on our site recently. So, our our writer who reviewed it quite enjoyed it. Thanks for your time. Looking forward. Yeah, to yeah. Coming.